1: exploding every night at 6 p.m. here. I am Andre K. dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And there's always plenty of that to go around. And so I'm super excited uh, to have my guest with me tonight to help break it down because we are less than three weeks away from the most important midterms in our lifetime. I've said it before, but it's never been more true. Joining me, as always, every night to keep things rolling, it's none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. You ain't got Jake. nothing. Carrot Sticks.
0: <laughs> I love this country.
1: You know, maybe maybe DJ Carrot Sticks was like so like in awe of our of our next guest that, you know, he just he wasn't quite so quick with the orange stained finger.
2: I was a little too excited.
1: Yeah, a little too excited. Um I gotta get right to it. Uh, because joining me now to talk about uh, the midterms and we are on it's it's usually like on midterm watch, but we're on the loony lookout for for the liberal October surprise watch. And the best person I could think of to help us be on the lookout for that is none other than the sage of South Central himself, Larry Elder. Hey, Larry, welcome back to The Andrew K. Show.
3: Andrea, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Well, first of all, I think we need to make sure that everybody knows that you have been verified as 100% sage. The (laughs) test results are back, right? You're not 1,024% sage, correct? Well,
3: but according to Mark Lamont Hill, I am a, quote, mediocre Negro, close quote. That's what he he called the black guys who were were visiting uh, President-elect Trump uh, to Trump Tower. Uh, Steve Harvey was one of those guys who went there and got hammered because he went to the meeting uh, and says he regrets having gone to the meeting. So that raises the question about whether or not Andrea Kanye West is going to stay the course given what happened to Steve Harvey who now has gone to uh, criticizing Donald Trump again so I guess he's welcome back into the fold.
1: Well to me that's what makes you mediocre. You know when you, when you can't stay true to who you are and true to your beliefs and your core and you allow yourself to be bullied kind of like uh, Commander Kelly allowed himself to be bullied when he quoted Churchill. You were, you were many things but you are not mediocre but what is disturbing <laughs> to me is the use of that n-word i grew up in the south and to me there were two n-words that were never allowed to be spoken and that was one of them and the same people today that think that it's okay to use that word the people that laughed on cnn about Mm -hmm. kanye being called uh the token negro who couldn't read are the same people today the same president trump should be taken out of office because he called the woman who filed a frivolous the litigious porn star who filed a frivolous lawsuit against him that was dismissed he should come out of office because he called her a horse face
3: That's right. And and, uh, there's a, you can go online and look at the Urban Dictionary and look up the term house Negro. They don't have uh, a token Negro, but there's house Negro, Mm -hmm. and it's a slur. Yes. It's a slur, uh, and uh, Mark Lamont Hill knows it's a slur. Tara Settmeyer knows it's a slur. Don Lemon knows it's a slur. Yet Don Lemon allows his guests to say it on his show. Uh, it is outrageous. Uh, and this 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 uh, video of Ti, uh, oh. the rapper, uh, and Melania uh, look-alike characters doing a lap dance for him. Are you? What would happen if somebody did something like that about Michelle Obama? That person couldn't live in Bangladesh. They track him down. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, that was absolutely beyond offensive, and not just because. I mean, look at the hypocrisy here, Larry. Not just because you couldn't say anything about Michelle Obama uh, in any way, you couldn't even criticize a, a gown that she wore and say mm-hmm. that it, you know that that she should be on the fashion police and get a get a thumbs down for that. You couldn't even say that about so It's not even just about the hypocrisy involving a first lady, but they're supposed to be the party of women, and they're objectifying right. a woman in That's such right. a degrading and demeaning manner. It was absolutely disgusting. And You know what I said about Ti today? I said, you know what Ti, you you you're right. You are no Kanye. Because Kanye has talent and Kanye has heart. And all T.I. is is some jealous dude who tried to do some apprentice ripoff called The Hustle and it didn't work.
3: Well, I don't know anything at all about rap. I, I can't tell whether T.I. is good or bad or Kanye West is good or bad. That's not the kind of stuff I listen to. But I know what double standards are. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I know that Michelle Obama uh, and Hillary Clinton, I would think, since these are pretty talkative, outspoken first ladies, would say something about this video uh, about Melania. Have they said anything at all, Andrea?
1: No, I haven't heard anything. In fact, all they're doing is is uh, upset over uh, President Trump saying, using an unflattering term against a porn star who filed a frivolous lawsuit against him, you know, that, you know, know it's okay to demean Kanye West to demean you with with the use of of one of the n-words um but you he, president Trump's not allowed to say anything unflattering against a, a litigious porn star meanwhile mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that the same people that are upset at him for that think it's okay to use to call Ivanka Trump the c-word mm-hmm. uh to uh, depict Melania Trump as a as a stripper in the Oval Office and and that's also demeaning to that's the people's house
3: It sure is. The White House. Bill Maher has given, I think, a million dollars a couple times to political action committees connected to the Democratic Party. Uh, He in a stand-up referred to Sarah Palin uh, with the C-word, which I thought was the worst thing you could call a woman. And he Mm -hmm. talked about Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman called them uh, two, quote, dumb bimbos, close quote. He referred to Trigg, uh, Sarah Palin's son, as retarded. Uh, And this is a guy that uh, goes on TV and, and blasts Donald Trump for his alleged sexism and insensitivity to women. I mean, honestly, talk about hypocrisy. And don't get me started on the fact that Juanita Broderick still has not been listened to. And to my Mm -hmm. knowledge, Andrea, Hillary has never been asked about the allegation that this alleged rape survivor made about Hillary. And that is two weeks after the alleged rape, Hillary verbally intimidated her. If anybody has ever point blank asked Hillary whether that's true or false, I've never heard it. No, I haven't. Well, she
1: was asked uh, about the allegations against Bill Clinton and whether or not they were different than, than allegations against President Trump. And she said that with, uh, with Monica Lewinsky, that that wasn't an abuse of power because she was an adult. Well, the, the allegation was never that it was pedophilia. The allegation was always that he, he as the most powerful man in the world, a- a- abused his power and took advantage of a young intern
3: and did it in the White House, in the and, People's House. And lied to the nation about it. I did not have sex with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I'm going to go back and do the job for the American people. Not only did he have the affair, he lied about it uh, and and branded her a stalker. This is what's outrageous about it. And one more time, uh, when uh, Kathleen Willey went on 60 Minutes and said that she went to the Oval Office to visit Bill Clinton because she had some financial issues and thought maybe she'd give her a job or give her a loan or something, he takes her hand, puts it on his erect genitalia. Mm. And two days after this happened, Gloria Steinem, arguably the nation's leading feminist, Andrea writes an op-ed piece in the New York Times and says even if you believe Kathleen Willey's version of what happened it's not sexual harassment because when she told him to stop he stopped. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> Try that in corporate America Larry. Well, un- I Andrea spent- you,
3: say, you said you do your show in a dress so if I came over to your studio <laughs> and I grabbed you where you don't want me to grab you and you told me to stop and I stopped no harm no foul? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's the way
1: it works? Yeah it's it's like you said it's always a double standard and I want to get before I run out of time with you getting back to the double standard about Kanye West we got fair. Farrakhan who come out today and said, you know, I didn't say, you know, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm anti-termite. I'm not an anti-Semite. I'm Uh, uh, anti-termite. An incredibly racist Farrakhan. It's okay for Obama, Colin Powell and other Democrats to hang out with Farrakhan, but it's not okay for Kanye to hang out with Trump.
3: That's right. And he tweeted, uh, I, I'm not anti-Semite, I'm anti-termite. And Twitter did not feel that that violated their, uh, their policies in any sort of way. And you're quite right about Obama. That picture of Obama surfaced with him hanging out with Farrakhan after Obama left office. And Alan Dershowitz, a big longtime Democrat, said publicly that had he seen that photograph during the campaign, he would not have voted for Obama
1: as what is the effect okay we just laid out you you should have been an attorney and a prosecutor Um, uh, I
3: I, I am an attorney and I did work and I I did work as a prosecutor
1: well see that well Well, that explains it that explains why you were just so brilliant right there laying out your case genius
3: genius Andrea well done
1: (laughs) brilliant (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so you just laid out the case now uh, why in the world could it, or how in the world could we even think that there's a chance that the Democrats could take control of the house let alone both houses of Congress going well, into the
3: midterms I've never seen this kind of hatred towards a president I thought they hated Ronald Reagan I thought they hated George W Bush but this is a whole level another level of hatred that I haven't seen before uh, it doesn't matter how well the economy is going it doesn't matter that uh, things have calmed down uh, with North Korea uh, they cannot stand him they think he's a racist they think he's a sexist They think he's He's a homophobe uh, and a xenophobe. Uh, outside, outside of that, uh, they, they like him just fine. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the midterms. I, I think we're going to pick up a couple of seats in the Senate. But the House, as far as I'm concerned, Andrea, I don't know how you feel. I think it's a coin toss.
1: Well, I'm concerned because we got some races down here in San Diego that should not even be close. Right. Uh, we, but we've got some missteps that have happened. We've got Duncan Hunter down here that, you know, is under indictment. But my mm-hmm. message to the Republicans is, what would the Democrats do? They'd be voting for their dude on the ticket, mm-hmm. you know, until he's hauled off in flexicuffs or, you know, and put behind a pokey. They'd vote for him. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it just it defies logic because uh, I, and I don't think that there's going to be a blue wave. I, 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 do, think I, that we, I, I do think that we've got some vulnerable seats. And, but, and I think that uh, the Democrats are are doing everything that they can, you know, with this caravan that they've got coming. That's going to be the battering ram to try to put the Republicans, you know, to make Trump and the Republicans look bad, right, uh, going into the midterms. Um, But I'm still waiting for the October surprise. I'm thinking that that's the October surprise, is this invasion that's on its way in the form of a caravan. Um, I think they thought, some people thought that the October surprise was actually going to be Focahontas, and that didn't work out very
3: well. (laughs) Well, I think another October surprise that could fall in our favor, Andre, is that we should be getting the new numbers for this current quarter GDP growth. We've had back-to-back 4% plus GDP growth. If we get a third one going into the midterms, who knows what that might do, because I still believe it's the economy stupid.
1: Yeah, uh, you know. Although you know, I, I heard some uh, experts—not uh, as expert in economics as you are—laying uh, out a legal case. Um, but some experts were saying that you know, in 2014, things were humming along. Actually, it was Neil Cavuto who said today things were humming along with Obama when he lost uh, 63 seats at one time in the midterms. But I don't remember ever being we. He never reached three percent no. GDP at any point in his presidency. N- n- we n- did not for
3: not for a full year. He has, not I don't recall him having back to back to back quarters of four percent GDP growth, which is what we're going to have if we have. Have another one. So I think it's a whole different deal.
1: Well, yeah, not to mention the fact that it, that one of the reasons why African Americans started peeling off in 2014 was because after six years with Obama, their unemployment rates were sky high, and they saw him bringing people across the border that were taking jobs away from their community. And now you've got the lowest unemployment rate in the history since it's been recorded for African Americans and other minorities. We've got a, a record over 400% in small business startups in growth for, for small business for African Americans. Their lives are better.
3: Mm-hmm. And I just
1: have to believe, on top of it, I think the Kavanaugh effect is huge. Larry, you tell me if you do not think that Americans watching that, seeing a good man be on the receiving end of a political assassination attempt that that scared a lot of people because even even beyond Kavanaugh itself it showed the depths that the left will go to to seize power to the point to where they will destroy anybody and destroy our system and our rule of law.
3: I think you're right. I'm seeing enthusiasm reaching now the same levels of the enthusiasm for the Democratic side and it is in large part because of the Kavanaugh thing. The idea that you can make an allegation against a man uh, who's had a pristine uh, reputation uh, with no corroborating evidence and that women should be not only listened to but also believed irrespective of the the evidence, it's outrageous. And that is why Susan Collins made that very, I thought, persuasive uh, and eloquent uh, argument for why she's supporting Kavanaugh.
1: I think that, uh, that one October surprise that they're hoping for, or, or an, an issue that they're trying to spin in terms of an October for surprise against President Trump, is Khashoggi and what's reportedly mm-hmm. happened to him. They're trying to somehow have that, turn that against Trump as though that's his Benghazi, the same people that didn't care about four Americans that were that were slaughtered, didn't care about Daniel Pearl, haven't cared about any uh, human rights mm-hmm. violations or anything that Saudi Arabia has done for, for centuries, and they didn't care that Hillary Clinton took $25 million, you know million right. from them. I think they're going to yeah. try to spin that. You're thoughts.
3: Yeah, and, and now all of a sudden these guys are neocons. It's, it's amazing. They, they jumped on George W. Bush uh, for the war. They him Bush lied. People died. They hated Ronald Reagan. They called him a warmonger. Uh, but now all of a sudden these guys feel that Donald Trump should be responding more forcefully uh, to Saudi Arabia. Where were they when Obama pulled out all the troops against the advice of his entire uh, security team? Uh, and then ISIS comes in and, and metastasizes and Obama goes, well, my hands were tied because of the timetable that I was forced to abide by that George W. Bush had set forth. That was a lie. Mm -hmm. Where were these guys then? Now all of a sudden Donald Trump is not strong enough? Come on! How about that hot mic when Obama said to Medvedev, after the elections I'll have more flexibility? Mm -hmm. How about when he dissed Mitt Romney when Mitt Romney said that Russia was our biggest geopolitical uh, adversary and Obama said "I want the 80s have called, they want their foreign policy back? (laughs) How about when Obama threw the polls in the Czech Republic under the bus in order to curry favor with the Russians because he wanted Russia's help to do this uh, deal with Iran? We can go on and on and on about the fecklessness the Democrats have been regarding Mm -hmm. foreign policy and national security and now all of a sudden they're dumping on Donald Trump because he's not hawkish enough? Give me a break.
1: Yeah, this. Yeah, if that's all they've got for an October surprise, I think we're looking pretty good going into the midterms. I Larry so. Elder, the sage from South Central here on the Andrew K. Show. Such an honor to have you. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. All right, now stay tuned. we got more of the Andrew K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to chime in.
0: FM 96.1 North Cali, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Wow, ma'am. Welcome to State Run Gas. What could I do for you today? Fill her up, please.
4: All right. How will you be paying? Cash, check, credit, bank loan, layaway? Layaway? Bank loan? Yeah, ever since the gas and car tax hikes, we've started offering alternative ways of payment. You gotta be kidding me. Afraid not, ma'am. I'm happy to take your firstborn or an arm and a leg. Not in my California.
1: California. California. Hi, this is Andrea Kay, inviting you to join me at the Yes on Six campaign rally, Thursday October 25th from 3 to 7 p.m. to learn why we need to repeal the car and gas tax. I'll be broadcasting The Andrea K. Show live with special guest Carl DeMaio from 6 to 7 p.m. So come join your fellow taxpayers for the gas tax repeal campaign at the Valero Gas Station located at 873 Palomar Street in Chula Vista Thursday, October 25th. Come before the show and get gas for only $1.99 per gallon. Learn more at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
6: Sponsored by the Gun Range San Diego. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today.
7: no mortgage payments sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income to learn more visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions request more information or sign up for our next workshop call aramco at 866-600-1130 that's 866-600-1130 or or visit aramco.biz aramco purchase refinance reverse GRE
4: 01853626 and mls 27716 not all borrowers qualify
0: fm 96.1 am 11:70 the answer
4: andrea k bringing the world a much needed reality check you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
1: welcome back to, welcome back to tonight's andrea k show is not larry elder amazing the sage of south central uh, I want to hear from you guys, though. 888-344-1170. What's on your mind? Y'all heard about uh, you, San Diegans? Have you heard about uh, Prop 6? We're going to talk about what is Prop 6 a little bit later in the show with Tom DeBecaro, as well as some other, you know, President Trump made an announcement today that has to do with spending. And uh, because I think Larry Elder is right. I think the economy is still, even though some pundits like, like um Uh, Neil Cavuto was saying that, well, the economy, you know, didn't necessarily, you know, save, uh, you know, Obama. When did Obama ever have the economy that we've got right now? But anyway, if you want to call in, 888-344-1170. So Mueller, Mueller is back in the news, actually. Today there was a report uh, that... uh, A report that there's going to be a report uh, involving Mueller, and which I thought was odd because it's like there wasn't actually any report, just that it's going to come out. Well, what's the? We knew a report was going to come out about Mueller, right? I mean, didn't we know that? uh, To say that Mueller's got a report coming out and actually that that be news? I mean, that's like breaking news. Thanksgiving's coming next month in November. So what was the point? of them coming out with a report today that Mueller's coming out with a report in November. It kind of reminded me, I don't know if this ever happened to you, DJ Carrot sticks with your dad, but one of the tactics my dad always used is he would leave me a note in the morning and it would say, I need to talk to you this evening. And he wouldn't tell me why, right? (laughs) That's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't know the deets, right? You don't know the details of what that conversation is going to be. But the fact that daddy left me a note saying we need to have a conversation tonight. And that's exactly what this was about. It was about, okay, yeah, the economy is chipping along at 4.2%. We've got record low unemployment. We've got uh, a report came out today that our economy is is the greatest in the world, the most competitive economy now in the world in two years' time. When Obama came into office, he says, if I can't turn this economy around in two years, get rid of me. He should have never been around past the two years. We should talk about using the 25th Amendment. So, you know, know, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know, they've got to do something to change the conversation because Focahontas didn't work, right?
2: I was just going to chime in about, uh, I, I heard today that there's actually, there's a job now, job opening for every unemployed person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this, what the only thing is, is that I do think that they, that there are still some segments of our employment um, situation where we don't have the right, There, part of the reason, what there's just because there's an opening for every person, one of the areas that I think that we've talked about a lot on the show that's important for people to understand is that, that where there are openings are in specific industries, one of which is the trades. And we need to make sure we've got too many kids coming out of college with $200,000 in debt Because they got women's studies degrees, they can't use it. Meanwhile, we got got a need for plumbers and different trades. In fact, that reminds me, I wanted to dedicate, I was so, so excited going to Larry at the top of the show. Today is my buddy Bob Walter's birthday. Bob, love you so much. Um, this is his book, Facing Reality in American Education. Everybody needs to go to Amazon and get it. He's one of the people that has, has just, every so many people now are talking about education and how we need to turn this around in our country, that that has really been one of the main ways that they've changed our culture and helped uh, you know usher us so far left. And uh, Bob uh, wrote this great book about specifics that we need to do in our education system. Um, but yeah, um, so that's why they had to come out with this Mueller this Mueller report, a non-report, just that there's going to be a report because they got to remind everybody. This is supposed to make everybody scared. Oh, you know, Mueller's closing in. You know, he's got the goods. He's wrapping it up. He's had 20-something indictments or or whatever, or 30. There's not been one indictment that had anything at all to do with Russian collusion or obstruction of justice. Everybody that's been indicted was either Martha Stewarted or um, Scooter Libbyed. Meaning they just got busted for, for a misstatement. In fact, Michael Flynn didn't even realize when they came into his office for a chit-chat that he was actually there being interrogated. That should have never, never gone to prosecution. And in, and in the case of Manafort, what he was indicted for is the same stuff that Tony Podesta was given immunity for. So, But this is, this is supposed to make everybody think that President Trump is vulnerable and there is really something to it. And that's a bunch of crap. Meanwhile, there was a woman who was prosecuted uh, because she's a leaker and um, she leaked. I don't know if you guys remember uh, back with the, with the struck page text, one of the latest revelations at two years in that took so long for Congress to get via uh, from the department of justice in in terms of struck and page was that they talked about a media strategy. One of the reasons what we know already about the Mueller investigation and the illegal spying was that one of the ways that they lied to the FISA courts was by pushing stories out to the media, then going to the FISA courts and saying, "Hey, BuzzFeed put out this story. There must be some there. There we need. We need to investigate. We need a search warrant. We need to be able to listen to phone calls. We need to be doing some data mining here." Well, then this one woman, Mayflower Edwards or whatever her name is, I guess uh, she got caught with with. Uh, the actual flash drive or the little thumb drive in her hand. She got caught with the goods, man. The flash drive was literally in her possession uh, that had all of these um, SARs, which is specific spe- Suspicious activity reports. Uh, so what happens is she works for Treasury, and what happens is banks are required to notify the federal government if there's anything suspicious. Like if you go and you're depositing, you know, um, bags of cash, you know, they're going to tip off the federal government. So then she was taking these reports, copying them, using a special app, and feeding it uh, to the media And um, some and in fact, some of the headlines were directly related to Manafort. So what we don't know and what hasn't been revealed is who the journalist is in the story. So this is one leaker uh, that we know that has gotten caught. And hopefully there will be more to come. What I think would really be ushering in a complete win for President Trump and a landslide uh, for a red wave would be if everything was redacted. all the redacted documents. If the American people were completely open kimonoed, we saw everything that had gone on with these FISA warrants. If we had all the information that we need to truly to, to truly see everything that had gone on, there's no way that a Democrat could get could get elected because this involves the Democrat Party. This involves this goes all the way to the Obama administration, and there have been Democrats working as hard as they could, and that includes Rosenstein and others working as hard as they could. Uh, to try to enable a coup, a weaponized FBI and DOJ. See, this is the same issue. If people are upset and outraged over what happened to Kavanaugh, if they, one of the reasons why they're outraged over what happened to Kavanaugh and the political assassination is because they were able to witness it. It's the same play that happened with the Mueller investigation. It's just that we haven't been able to witness all of it in real time like we were able to see at the confirmation hearings. You open that up to everybody, and let me tell you, it won't just be the Kavanaugh effect. It will be the deep state effect. Many of us already know what the, what has happened here, but there's many Americans that haven't known it. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Tom DeBeccaro. We're going to continue the conversation about the midterms. we got to talk about some specifics in terms of taxes. And Prop 6, we had a rally this morning. We've got to make sure that Prop 6 gets passed. It's a ballot initiative. They are lying. They are lying, literally lying to the residents and the citizens of California about what Prop 6 is about. So we got to make sure you know what it's about and make sure that you get mobilized and we get out there and we vote yes on Prop 6 repeal the gas tax. More Andrea Show coming up. Don't go anywhere.
0: FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
8: This report is sponsored by the Word
4: on Wealth Financial Network.
5: Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
4: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. That traditional three-legged retirement stool that we've talked about for years, that's pension plans, your personal savings, and Social Security benefits. Well, that particular retirement stool, just a little bit wobbly right now. The personal savings, however, often ends up being the weak link for people. And so this is where it really becomes important for you to understand your projected Social Security benefits, your retirement income, and the amount that you need to save to get the job done. Done for you and your family so if you need help with that i invite you come on in and see me i do meet with everybody personally and i offer an absolutely free retirement planning consultation all you have to do is call the office and schedule your visit 800-727-PLAN that is my office number here 800-727-7526 you can also go to my website theretirementprofessor.com
5: Message and data rates may apply. Welcome to Coursera, the online gateway to thousands of career-advancing courses from many of the world's best universities. So what can Coursera do for you? Coursera is the perfect way to learn at my own pace and have this amazing knowledge to help me advance professionally.
6: I almost doubled what I was earning. Coursera is the reason I'm now a full-stack developer, and I've got skills that I know are in demand.
5: Whether you want to hone your skills, add to your qualifications, or switch careers, Coursera provides access to interactive learning experiences from schools like the University of Illinois, Arizona State University, and the University of London, and you can join Coursera for free. Just text TREND11 to 250250.
6: Coursera is liberating because it let me take control of my education, learn what I want to learn, and change my whole life.
5: Join Coursera for free. Text TREND11 to 250250. Coursera, your course to success. Text TREND11 to 250
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170.
4: The answer. News, politics, and fun events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A little bit later on the show, the Connors debuted last night. We're going to be talking about that and what happened, as well as dating for Donald supporters. Yeah, DJ Carrot Sticks is looking like he might be, might stay tuned. You have to stay tuned for that, brother, because there's no show unless you're sitting there working the board. So I got a little dating segment for you coming up. Um, I used to introduce my next guest as the most eligible bachelor in California, but he's not anymore. So, but oh, he is... I am. I am, Oh, you. I am. Oh, you are? Okay, breaking news here. Tom Del Bacaro, ladies, is uh, back on the market. And I don't know that he needs to uh, join the app uh, Dating for Donald supporters. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, so, glad that you are here, Mr. Forbes Contributor Attorney. Uh, Tax attorney, uh, former congressional candidate, senatorial candidate, actually. Uh, Proposition six, repeal the gas tax. This has been a grassroots effort on behalf of our friend Carl DeMaio, who's a a fellow radio host here in San Diego. We have the highest gas taxes in the nation. They have squandered the tax money, the tax revenue that was brought in to the tune of over a billion dollars. But then they decided that they just needed to get more gas tax out of us. So
9: call them freeloader. I can't believe you say this.
1: I know right I mean who am I to call the call the California government freeloaders but they are. So proposition six will repeal the gas tax, which um, right now would be about 12 cents a gallon but it will continue to increase particularly since once the cap and trade ga- uh, tax adds on to it eventually we will be at six dollars a gallon. This is absolutely outrageous. Um, but of course, since this movement is getting uh, getting um, um, traction, Gavin Newsom comes out today. In fact, you posted the LA Times article where Gavin Newsom came out today. And of course, he flat out lied and said that this is going to cost California much needed $5 billion in revenue. But of course, that's a lie, isn't it?
9: <laughs> it is. You know, the gas tax actually is exceptionally important, not just for its own sake and And it would require, I think, future gas tax increases to go to the voters. Uh, Keep in mind, of course, the gas tax is intensely regressive because it takes a greater portion of income from the middle class and below. But the Democrats don't care about that. They're creating the social justice state, and they want to uh, have the, the world be better through that type of thing. But anyway, the fine point I want to make is The gas tax has a huge impact, I think, and my next op-ed in the Epoch Times will talk about this. It's effect on the congressional races because a lot of the congressional races are in the South that are in play, and they're very sensitive to gas gas tax politics.
1: Interesting. Nobody so far has connected the dots between the impact of that on congressional races. I think there's the assumption it's here enough. in California, on the part of everybody in office and people running for office, that um, you know that you know we like the idea of tax and spend. But but I but then again, even as I say that, I think you know they must know. They must know how much California's uh, Californians are sick of the tax and spend because in the um, the voter guide they had to lie about what Proposition Six is about to to defraud the voters when they go into the vote. It is a repeal the gas tax. What they have done is they have worded it in the voter guide as Proposition Six will um, stop repair of roads which is a flat out lie there is already billions of dollars coming into the state in the form of gas taxes they're just not using it to repair the roads and they won't with this because the money brought in for from the the current gas tax if it's not repealed will go into the general fund and they will use it for whatever they want to use it for like giving free medical care whatever to illegals in the state
9: yeah they have squandered <laughs> untold hundreds of millions over the years of gas taxes. They've siphoned it off for other pet projects. you are 100% right, and we shouldn't reward them. And by the way, it, it, there shouldn't be a special tax for this in any case because they're spending almost $200 billion a year as it is. And they can't... Fi- I mean, what's more important than safety, roads, and water? I, I think those are the top three things the state should be doing, and yet they always leave the funding for those type of things to the end or from some sort of bond or special tax. So you're right. This is a a big issue. But, but the reason why I connect them, of course, is because on the, on the, who's going to vote in California in November side, there's a lot of Democrats who believe that the race for us Senate's over and the race for governorship is over. And, also, there are those down south among Democrats who know the race is over for U.S. Senate and 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 hate Feinstein because she's from the north. And so there's a good a good chance that voter turnout among Democrats is going to be less than it otherwise would be in the South, where most of these in-play races are. I'm talking about Harkey in 49. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Steve Knight. Mimi Walters, Young Kim, all those races. And the gas tax is a high motivator in Orange in and around Orange mm-hmm. County and San Diego. So this could lift the vote for Republicans in those seats while diminishing the vote for Democrats statewide because Feinstein and, and Newsom are soon shoo among Democrat voters.
1: I, th- that's an interesting point, and and I think that the left, and that's one of the reasons why Gavin Newsom has come out and tried to bash Proposition 6, and, you know, and as well as, and 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 not only bash it and lie about what it's about and the and the economic cost to Californians if, if Proposition 6 gets passed, but he also tried to tie it to Trump and said that President Trump and his policies, i.e. lowering taxes, is literally, he said in this LA Times article, that it is literally destroying the country, which is, I mean, you've got to really think that you've got some uneducated voters out there to think that you're going to make that kind of a lie and not get busted for it. Of
9: course, a year ago, the Democrats lied ferociously about what the, what the tax package was and have always lied about the effects. Revenues are up currently over last year instead of being down like it was claimed that they would be. Mm-hmm. Not only are they up there, they're up individual income taxes are up significantly. Corporate taxes are down temporarily, but as the economy expands next in the next two years, those will rise as well. But keep in mind, among Democrats, campaigning against Trump is a bigger motivator in liberal states than anything. So, for instance... In New York, you have spates of ads from Andrew Cuomo against Trump. It is never against his Republican opponent. Mm-hmm. It is only he's fighting Trump in the New Jersey Senate race. The attacks are on the Republican, who's got a chance to disown Menendez, and the attack is to tie them to Trump. California is just like the same true in Connecticut, and the same is true in California, the four most largest liberal states – That's the way they play it. You get ahead in California politics as a Democrat— not by telling the truth, but by bashing Trump.
1: Well, you know, I and I really wish that President Trump came here and did a rally because I think that, you know, if if he came here and did a rally and supported, came to San Diego and supported Duncan Hunter and Diane Harkey and Omar Kudrat as well as John Cox, I think it could go a long way. You know, his his rallies have a tremendous impact but if for no other reason than when they get aired and not everybody airs them is that he gets over the mainstream media who's not telling the truth because they cannot Sell their policies. The left. What do? The, what are they offering us in the midterms? Open borders, abolishing ICE, taking money away from us out of our pockets in the form of repealing tax cuts in order to give money and entitlement programs or pay for bullet trains or whatever you know, whatever you know scheme that they've got. And, you know, and it's those policies that have led us in this state to be a state literally covered in human waste, hypodermic needles, the average cost of a home unaffordable, the education system in ruins. They they can't sell their agenda with honest and with facts. And so control the message and you control minds. And when Trump gets out there in front of the voters and starts speaking the, the facts, voters respond. I really wish he would come here and do a rally, Tom, don't you?
9: Yeah, it's important. There are as many as 10 seats in play statewide, really three or four, that uh, are are in precarious condition. Republican seats, Diane Harkey in the 49th is one of them. I think Duncan Hunter will prevail. Because of the sizable uh, registration lead in that seat, but even though the Republicans have a registration lead in the 49th, uh, that race is in, in upside down for the Republicans, uh, and California could decide. This is the subject of my next thought. That could decide who gets the Congress. Uh, because there's so many seats in play.
1: Yeah, and that's why I really, I think it's a mistake for for uh, this state to be overlooked for them to assume uh, that existing Republican, you know, districts are going to stay red and that, you know, that well, the governorship is gone. Not, and
9: is, Yeah, if you look at CD10, it's the denim seat. Uh, Republican groups are pouring in almost $5 million of non-candidate money to retain that seat. So there are... Uh, they, they view that seat as, as winnable, even though the Democrats have a registration advantage there. So they are bringing money into the area, um, into California, but it's a question about how many seats they're be, going to be able to fund.
1: Well, I think Trump could really help get some of these across the line if he came here and did a rally. Tom DeBacaro, uh, Vanguard, right? Is that where they're—no, where, where did you say so your I article was going to be?
9: Get me a- politicalvanguard.com and of course by The divided era always love being on.
1: All right, thanks Tom. Appreciate it so much. All right, now stay tuned. We're going to take a little break and we're going to talk to the Connors. They debuted last night. We're going to talk a little dating for Donald. Well, don't go don't go anywhere. We got Maria K coming up.
5: students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net
1: you don't know what you don't know your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan
0: The Answer. Kingdom Men's Gathering, Saturday, November the 3rd at Pastor Sergio de la Mora's Church at Cornerstone in San Diego. Pastor Sergio will be speaking, as well as former Navy SEAL Remy Adelecki and founding member of the Mexican Mafia, Kilroy Royball.
2: I grew up in East LA, Boyle Heights, in a neighborhood named White Prince, and I became a member of the White Fence Gang. Little did I know at that time that I'd spend the next 40 years living a
0: really violent life. I'm not here to impress you with my past. I'm here to tell you there's a different way. Also appearing, former baseball great Daryl Strawberry.
6: There was a great existing
5: for me, just putting on the uniform and hitting home runs and winning championships. Yeah, I did a lot of that and making millions of dollars, but the devil is a liar because he wanted my soul.
0: Kingdom Men's Gathering, San Diego, November the 3rd. Tickets are available at kmgministries.com or kprz.com.
8: This is Jerry Boyer for the Salem Radio Network. The long national nightmare surrounding the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court is over. Democrats in the Senate, the media, and protesters were unable to stop Kavanaugh despite throwing everything but the kitchen sink at him. The media narrative initially was that this catastrophe would energize Democrats in the midterms. The problem with that narrative is that the data show that the Republicans are even more energized than their Democratic counterparts. Before Kavanaugh was confirmed, the political betting market predicted gave Republicans a 68% chance of keeping the Senate. Now they're at 85%. In the House, GOP numbers went from 34% up slightly to 36%. The GOP may well gain seats in the Senate and could even possibly hold on to the House. So be sure to vote. I'm Jerry Boyer.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Taxpayer
5: advocates across California oppose Prop 10. John Kupal is president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association.
0: Prop 10 could create more than 500 rental boards full of unelected bureaucrats and allow them to impose government fees on all housing. Plus, control how much homeowners can charge to rent out their
6: own home or even a single room.
5: Robert Gutierrez from California Taxpayers Association.
6: Prop 10 could cost state and local governments hundreds of millions of dollars. If this flawed plan gets challenged in court, Prop 10 puts taxpayers on the hook to defend it. Protect your wallet. Vote no on Prop 10.
5: Check the facts at prop10flaws.com. Paid for by No One Prop 10, a flawed initiative that will make the housing crisis worse. A coalition of housing advocates, renters, large and small businesses, taxpayer groups, and veterans. Committee major funding from Blackstone Property Partners LP, BREITMF Holdings LLC, Blackstone Real Estate Partners 6-8 through LP, and their holdings.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170.
4: The answer. Andrea Kaye, telling you, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Got to read a couple of comments here on social media. You know, today, the big scandal today is that President Trump you know, called the woman the litigious porn star who filed a frivolous lawsuit against him that was so bad the judge tossed it out. He called her horse face. Oh my gosh, that's so terrible, right? Uh, lots of funny comments. Uh, Zach Gustine says, Hey, lady, what? why the long face? Not to be a naysayer, but it would behoove you to choose your battles more carefully next time. That's according to the latest Gallup poll. But I'm um, very good. You know what? I think Zach might do well on, uh, on uh, the dating app in terms of dating for Donald, uh, uh, the Donald daters, that's the latest one. Um, you know, in all seriousness, I guess it is, you know, for young, particularly young Trump supporters, I guess it's hard for them to get dates on these dating sites.
2: Well, I have seen on um, Tinder and Bumble, mm-hmm. where I've seen it in, in women's profiles where it says, if you support Donald Trump, swipe left.
1: Yeah, that's and what this, this article said. Seen
2: anyone, I've never seen anyone say, you know, if you, if you voted for Hillary, swipe left.
1: Yeah, but I see it a lot. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I've always been hardcore conservative. I mean, I w- and, and going back to my college days when I pl- was a political science major, I mean, I don't recall ever having politics be so de- divisive like this in terms of dating. I mean, it was like, you know, when I was in college, it's, you know, what's your major? You know, you know, what what sorority are you in? You know, that that kind of thing. It wasn't who'd you vote for in the election. You know, if not, you you know they they toss a beer on you or whatever. I mean, this is ridiculous. So I think it's a good idea that they came up with this Donald Daters Make America Date Again. Um, so this is in response to dating apps like OkCupid okay and Tinder. I guess there was one before called Trump Dating, but that one was ended up going away when the conservative dude. Barrett Riddleberger was convicted of filming himself having sex with a 15 year old, so that one didn't go over very well. And then this one launched two days ago, but then yesterday, I guess some security company said that it's already exposed people's private data. So you know, I just I do think it's an interesting idea to have a dating app where people can go there to where they feel like, you know, what I'm in a you know not to sound like a liberal, but I'm in a safe space. You know, I mean, I mean, you look at the hate that's going on. That and seriously. There's one dude, I think it was from Minnesota today, who's going door to door, and he was sucker punched. We had a woman in Nevada who was a, who was a staffer, who was attacked by a, by a Soros liberal, and I guess that that's not the first time that he's attacked a woman. I mean, when we've got the former first lady of the United States, former Secretary of State calling for incivility, Maxine Waters and other Democrats calling for mobs, I mean, it's no wonder that people feel like they gotta go and have, you know, make sure that they're putting their profile out there in a place where they're not going to be on the receiving end of hate. Because what's to stop some liberal crazy dude from, you know, inviting some woman out for coffee just so he can punch her in the face because she's a Trump supporter? Seriously, well, that's very true. Yeah,
2: I mean, if there's an app for farmers today, there should be one for conservatives.
1: I didn't know there was an app for farmers. What? How do, farmers in,
2: only. I, dot com.
1: Now, how do you know this? You ain't no farmer, baby.
2: They actually have an advertised. I guess it's very popular. Okay. There's a lot of lonely farmers out there.
1: All right. Oh, you know what? I I moved on too quickly from my conversation with Tom DeBacaro. Uh, we did a uh, big story today. We uh, the the federal government has brought in more tax revenue uh, in in 2018, like more revenue than ever. Again, proving the Ronald Reagan theory as well as JFK. You lower tax, you lower taxes. People, you know, will reinvest and will actually increase revenue into the government. But a lot of people have been concerned the past few days about the spending. And Mitch McConnell did not have a good answer for it when he said, oh, it's the entitlement programs. No, we have a spending issue across the board. And what President Trump did that was absolutely so brilliant today was he said, I want everybody, every agency, every department to slash their budget by 5%. Now, he has already done some budget slashing. Uh, uh, now, Potato Skin says, getting back to the dating, he says, I've had people on Twitter simply unfollow me once they discovered I tweet supporting Trump. Tater, uh, DJ Taterskin. Absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, when we when we have a TV host that gets away with calling Ivanka Trump the daughter of, of the president of the United States the C word, then, yeah, you got to be careful where you're where you putting your your dating profile out there. Um, okay, so the Connors debuted last night. And, um, you know, uh, uh, ABC just went bananas. Talk about busting budgets in order to promote the Connors, uh, And actually did so in one way that they did that was despicable was they said, oh, the answer the, to the question that everybody's what's on everybody's mind. No, the answer that was on every the question was on everybody's mind was what in the world was ABC thinking if they were assuming that anybody who was a fan of Roseanne was going to turn in tune into that show last night. After they killed her and her career, they killed, they killed Roseanne Barr professionally. So Roseanne uh, tweeted out yesterday, and by the way, the, the Nielsen's are in. It was half the ratings of uh, Roseanne, and that's just the, the opening night. You know, they always go down. People do, out of curiosity, they do tune, tune in. Uh, so we'll see the ratings. I, I think, as somebody said today, I think they're going to be the goners. Uh, before too long so Roseanne Barr put out a couple statements first of all she tweeted out I'm not dead bees uh, which was very cute but then she issued a statement by rabbi uh, with rabbi Shmuley which I thought was really really important because the left is as uncivil as they are fomenting hate fomenting division she was absolutely right on the mistake that they made in terms of having a positive impact on this country right now. She goes on to say, while we wish the very best for the cast and production crew of the Connors, all of whom are deeply dedicated to their craft and were Roseanne's cherished colleagues, so classy, we regret that ABC chose to cancel Roseanne by killing off the Roseanne Conner character. This was done through an opioid overdose. It lent an unnecessary grim and morbid dimension to an otherwise happy family show. This was a choice the network did not have to make. Roseanne was the only show on television that directly addressed the deep divisions threatening the very fabric of our society. Specifically, the show promoted the message that love that uh, love and respect for one another's personhood should transcend differences in background and ideological discord. The show brought families together of different political persuasions and ethnic backgrounds to one unified family, a rarity in modern American entertainment. Above all else, the show celebrated a strong matriarchal woman in a leading role, something we need more of in our country. She goes on to talk about how using humor and a universally relatable main character, the show represented a weekly teachable moment for our nation. She is so right on. This is what our country needs, and most importantly, it's what the left pretends that they care about. They pretend they care about strong female images. They pretend that they care about families. They certainly pretend like they got us into humor. They pretend like they're the moral majority of this country. They pretend like they are the force for unity. They had an incredible opportunity of showing through humor a family that represents our country right now that's divided. And how can, we, how can we dialogue with each other? How can we come together? How can we spend time with each other and discuss these things through love, still loving each other in spite of the fact that we have political differences? We needed this show now more than ever. And what a wasted opportunity from Hollywood to actually unite America in spite of our differences. It's truly, truly a tragedy. What a wasted opportunity. We're going to be back here. Oh, on tomorrow's show, we've got, uh, got America's Sheriff. Sheriff David Clark is going to be back with me tomorrow. We're going to be talking immigration and the rule of law. We're going to be talking about restoration of the rule of law and how that's playing into the midterm elections. I want to hear from you guys. DJ Carrotsticks Sticks had some disagreement with me last night on the opioid epidemic. And what the cause is. So whatever's on your mind, I want to hear from you guys on Facebook, on Twitter. And I'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Take good care.